Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hi. Hello, this is Sandra. Oh, hi, Ted. I'm sorry, I had a little bit of trouble getting onto this show. Um, One second, I'm not even sure if it's, I think it's broadcasting live. But one second, everybody, sorry. Um, My internet went down the last second. I'm going to call my co host and I'll be with you one second. That's fine. I'm getting her number into, because I don't have it all memorized. Okay, thank oh, you so much. it's always something, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so everybody, bear with me. I'm calling my co-host. She's she's calling me. She's going, where are you? And uh, here we go. That's fine. It's a work. <laughs> Hi, Ted. Hi, how you doing there? I, I'm doing fine, uh, except for my internet went down at the last second. Okay, let's try this again. Here she comes already. Didn't wait the second time. So I understand you're up in Shasta right now doing a big uh, broadcast. Very exciting to hear about it. Uh I just heard about it today. Okay. Alexandra, are you there? Hello. Can you you call me on the landline? (laughs) Janet, can you call me on the landline? Wait a minute. I don't have that number on this phone. Let me see. Why don't I have it on this phone? Uh, Can you text it to me real quick? Okay, let me try this phone. I have two phones. It's like complicated. Go ahead and talk while I find her the number. All right. All right. Okay. I'm here with with the – okay. Okay, good. Go ahead. Um, hi there, Ted. Call you the number. Uh, yeah, you hi. Nice talk, to talk to you. If you hear the other number, you can hang up. Okay, one second here. I'm sorry for my internet went down right as I was dying into the show, and it's like I had to reboot. That's all right. It, this all is right. A, it's a reunion show. It's a connect, create, celebrate, and Ted and I 
I am the Auto Foundation. Um, we did a special blessing for um, Florida's water and around the globe. And uh, um, with the with Irma. Okay, go pick up that phone. And hang yeah. up the other one. The feedback. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So, so hang up the other Irma, phone. Okay. We're just reconnecting again. Um, and, and grateful to Janet and Dr. Sasha Lesson and Aquarian Radio that across the miles uh, we can connect our hearts for a special show today, um, uh-huh. Create Paradise, <laughs> TGIF, Gratitude Friday, Love Can Change the Weather. So thank you, everybody, for being on the show. Welcome. And we're even going to have um, a fun giveaway um, these are free Smarty Charm downloads, and um, you can visit holotech.biz, and holotech is H-O-L-O-T-E-C-H, holotech, H-O-L-O-T-E-C-H, dot B-I-Z, dot B-I-Z. And um, we're talking about changing the weather with love. Well, with holotech.biz, you can drive emission-free vehicles, (laughs) energize your life and surroundings with these free downloads from Smarty. So that's our giveaway today. So enjoy that website and uh, energize your life, your surroundings. Um, And we'd love to send, you know, a lot of love and light. We're going to start today with the Pure Love Pulse. Um, and send that energy to Florida, actually anywhere around the globe that anybody has felt any type of trauma or fear or uh, anything that pulled you away from peace and love and celebration uh, because we live on paradise. This earth is paradise with beautiful oceans, beautiful trees, beautiful mountains, and uh, unfortunately, there's some forces that don't want us celebrating. And and our food has been contaminated, our water has been contaminated, our media has been contaminated. So this show, we'd love for you to come spend a couple hours with us. We tap into the pure love energy and send that energy out. And... And I have uh, a friendship with Zora, and we have a term. Anything that's not loving, you can identify it and not give any power to it. For instance, a hurricane is kind of horrendous, and but you can recognize that and say it's a no thing. I'm not going to give it power because it's not sending love energy, and that's where I come from. I come from love. I come from life i come from celebration and i know this earth we live on is an amazing beautiful paradise and that's what i want to live on where everybody can have health and happiness and abundance and i know that's what we've got all we have to do is share it so we really can change the weather we can clear chemtrails and we really are all in this together so our theme of connect create celebrate is We can touch our hearts, and no matter what trauma, because the hurricane is impacting a certain amount of people, and then 
through the media, they get more people involved. Well, we can come together on our show and touch our hearts, each one of us, and say we receive or I receive pure love and know that heaven really loves you immeasurably beyond measurement. (laughs) And then you can say I am love to say it to yourself or out loud. I am strong, and I am one with infinity, and I know it. And as we do this, because this is a very special call, we have amazing guests today. I'm so glad that Ted could join us, founder of Out of This World Radio. Ted connects with what we call the other side, and and we I was kidding that we could have a show called Let Veil, <laughs> because... We can talk to each other. We can connect with loving, trusting support teams who care about us, who care about the earth, who want to help us make the shift of the ages into an advanced paradise planet. So how do we change the weather? How do you change your own cellular memories so that your own cells can be in a state of peace and not just peace, in a state of celebration of life. And you can do that through breathing. You can breathe. Just if something comes up that's not loving, breathe in, touch your heart, and say, I I let this go. I'm not going to give it power because I don't want it in my life. I don't want drama. I don't want pain. I don't want whatever it might be. I don't want that. I choose love. I choose peace. I choose prosperity. I choose, you know, whatever it is you want in your life. And then connect with your heart, you know, and say, I receive, accept, appreciate, and then whatever it is. And when you touch your heart and say those words, I receive, accept, and appreciate, and you can raise your hands up in the air And when you do that, you're connecting with your higher self, with your crown chakra, out to infinity, and pull in the great love of the great central sun. And you're pulling in your pillar of perfection, the golden, white, silver light, your silver cord. And you just slowly bring your your arms, you know, down around yourself, and you can touch your heart and pour your gratitude into Mother Earth. And anytime, just breathe through your nose and receive. A, a big part of this is allowing yourself to receive because so many, you know, light workers, way showers, they're, they have such a heart of gold. You know, they want to help everybody. It's so important to spend time for yourself, to put yourself in, a you know, this positive love field and then keep it sustained. And, you know, take breaks during the day, fun yoga breaks or do breath work, whatever works for you. And um, I'm I'm coming out with a a little, it's a guidebook called Let Joy Be Your GPS. Uh, It's like, it's an ascension manual, fun yoga exercises and meditations. Um, There's tones and there's music. And I'm, I'm really grateful that we have, Mikoki, you have to come on and let me get this right. Um, Hi, Ashi. And she is um, with the Dr. Emoto Foundation in Tokyo. And 
Dr. Emoto is wonderful inspiration to many of us around the globe. He photographed water and how water reacts when you simply say, I love you, thank you, and a gratitude, blessing, a sincere prayer, a meditation literally could change water, which had absorbed non-loving energies, into these stunningly beautiful crystals. So the power of love can change the weather. The power of love can shift your cells because your cells respond to love, to positivity and gratitude. And so uplifting words and uplifting music and creating an environment in your home that's loving, all those things, your body reacts to them because your cells are alive and, and they're just, oh, some some are starved for love, you know. So just saying the words to your own cells is a great place to start. Just tell yourselves that you love them <laughs> and that you choose love and peace and health and prosperity, and they're going to react to that love. So changing the weather and and helping connect with one another is what it's all about, and we have amazing, amazing support teams that are profoundly loving, and we're going to have an open discussion today about our support teams in the angelic realms, the spiritual hierarchy, inside Telos and the hollow earth. We have a lot of prayers um, and beautiful angelic healers that are willing and happy and ready and, and just waiting for us to ask for their help. So I really cherish this opportunity, you know, that we can come together and ask for help to dissipate this, you know, the hurricane as a no thing because it doesn't come from love and that it can dissipate, that it can veer to the right, you know, and you can literally rub your hands together really fast, about 30 seconds, and create a vortex of pure love. When you rub your hands fast, and then you pull them apart, you can feel the energy between your hands. Then you simply hold your hands up and point them in the direction of that hurricane, a drought, a fire, any kind of calamity, and just hold that for 30 seconds or a few minutes. And you can touch your heart and ask the Ashtar Command, Master Healers, the Peace Shifts, the Hierarchy, Beloved Masters, please help with this one and just ask for their help. And anything in your life as well, ask for help, and that's the message from the angelic kingdom, not to hesitate to ask, because ask us so we can serve you is their message. And we really are all in this together to help one another. And so, you know, these are special times. There's a lot of love frequency saturating the earth. Um, a message from Ashira and Grenier of the ship, the Neptune. That on that ship, they are sending what they call Porlena C, the love frequency. And so just know that we have Adama inside Telos and our beautiful Telosian family. We have our hollow earth family and messages from Zora of the hollow earth. We have Ashtar Command, Sananda, and the peace ships and heal, master healers. So we, we have a lot of support. So please ask for help 
you know, trust and believe and then be willing to receive and accept the help because the heaven, you know, truly loves you and they want you to go out and enjoy your day <laughs> in every way. You know, and pain, you know, a message from Ashtar is that pain isn't normal, whether it's emotional heartache or physical pain. Um, on this call tonight, you know, this is the opportunity to say, I, I want to let it go. I'm ready to let it go. I'm touching my heart. I'm willing to receive this pure love. I'm going to put myself, you know, in this love cocoon and keep it sustained and ask for my guides, galactics, you know, to help me just release that I'm ready. And I'm ready and I want to receive pure love in all areas of my life. You know, I choose peace, I choose help, and I came here because I want to experience a paradise earth. <laughs> you know, I want to experience the hollow earth emerging and welcome our Telosian brothers and sisters and see us have a real thriving galactic society with cities of light and healing and laughter and rejuvenation and beauty. That's the earth I want to live on. So I feel like this show is for Paradise Sons and Daughters to come together. Um, we also have one more special guest, and that's Dr. Z, uh, Bishan Ali, uh, who is uh, with the Physicians Committee. And they really are a foundation of love and peace and unity since the 1980s uh, pioneering. And on the second... On the second hour, uh, we have Ruth Ann Friend, and she also yeah. is able to communicate with her deceased son, the other side. So um, we're, we have a lot to fit in this show. Bring on our first guest, Ted, because he's bounced off three times. So would you like to tell our <laughs> listeners a little bit about Ted Mayer, MEHR of Out of This World Radio? Um, yeah, right now Ted. he's hosting a special gathering in Sacred Mount Shasta. And uh-huh. um, so uh, go ahead if you want to say something about Ted. Let's get him on because we've got a lot to fit in. Yeah. And we just have uh, sure. like a half hour, 45 minutes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. We're going to have Ted um, introduce uh, his colleague with the Emoto Foundation in Tokyo and his event, uh, which is stellar, <laughs> over in Mount Shasta, beautiful sacred Shasta. And um, Ted is the author of a book called Messages, from the masters, and uh, he's uh, very adept at um, speaking, you know, with our loved ones on the other side, and he's also happy to help coach others to do the same. So you can visit his website. I'm going to let Ted introduce your website, your phone number, however you'd like the listeners to uh, tune in. And if you'd kindly give us an update uh, from Mount Shasta or anybody who might want to come through today, uh, we sure love that. Welcome, Ted. Oops, wait, sorry, got to put the mic on. Okay, my my bad. <laughs> okay, all right. Aloha, welcome, Ted, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right. It's so good to talk to you all. Thank you so much for inviting me on today. Well, we're so glad to have you here. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your work. Uh, we'd love to hear more. Well, first off, I want to thank everyone who has accompanied me today to this mountain because they're all special people. We have about five, six, seven, eight, nine psychics um, on board. And um, I just, it's, it's just so much fun to talking to them because you get messages from the other side all the time. And it's fun to compare notes because each of us has 
our own little take on things. Um, I started my spiritual path back in November of 1994 when my foster mother did a reading for me. She um, she told me everything that was on my mind and told me the questions I was going to ask and answer them before I even had a chance to open up my mouth. So it wow. was definitely a life-changing experience. And at the time, she was working, uh, doing work on the side for the Seattle and Auburn, Washington Police Departments finding missing and lost children. And they would often hand her a piece of clothing, a picture or something. And then ask, they would ask them what had happened to them. And, and it was hard work because a lot of the kids, of course, some of them had been murdered. Many of them had been abused. Um, and she was able to tell them with great accuracy what had happened. And um, uh, later, when my dad passed away in March of 99, um, he came to my foster mother, Terry, and she taught me. She, he started coming to me through my foster mother. And then we started talking back and forth, and this led to about um, 13 years of, of, of psychic and spiritual instruction. And um, they give, the spirits would give me tests all the time as to whether I got the messages and whether I'd actually follow their advice. And so, and they do that now, too. Um, and I did what I experienced. I've done this hundreds of times. It's what's called a life review. And I was getting to the point where every day, I was I was um, I was doing a life review, and a life review is where normally you don't do a life review until you die, and then you review right. every single word, act, thought, and deed that you ever did, and then you review it not only in terms of your perspective but the perspective of the people that you interacted with, could be animals, the plants, the planet, and um, after going through that many 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 times over many years, uh, it really accelerated my spiritual development. Um, I've, I've lost kind of count of how many spiritual lifetimes I've advanced since that time, but my spirit friends tell me um, if if each spiritual year is worth is 80 years, earthly years on this third dimensional existence, uh, I've advanced somewhere over 24,000 years, over 300 uh, spiritual lifetimes during this time since 1994, which is like about 23 years so far. So it's taken okay, a long time. How did you keep doing these life reviews? What was causing you to do that? Well, it was thanks to my dad who's on the other side. He passed in March of 99, and my foster mother, Terry, they would go through all the things, and I would go through all the things I'd done each day, and they would tell me, and I would know how I affected different people. And, oh, okay. Um, I got to the point where I can read minds now and I can look into the past and the future, but I'm very careful about people's privacy. I don't just barge into somebody's mind. Like I just don't go barging into somebody's house. You've got to respect the privacy. Mm-hmm. I only go into somebody's mind if I'm invited or asked. That's one thing. I just, but anyway, um, but this is, this is all part of the process. And within five or 10 years, what's going to happen is that everybody's going to have this capability because the planet right. is rapidly expanding. About, it must have been, this is 17, about two and a half years ago, more or less, um, I was, um, I had worked all day, I have a radio program in Seattle, and I just left this library where I'd like to work, and I was walking through this beautiful forest, and all this sunlight was coming through the trees, and I've been thinking about uh, Professor Albert Einstein all day, because uh, I, I really admire him, and I thought he, he was a great man, work. and uh, Suddenly, I was walking uh, through this forest, and Professor Einstein comes into my head, and he says, I hear you're trying. Would you like to talk to me? 
And I stopped. Oh, wonderful. And I said, is that you? He said, yes, it is. <laughs> I said, I have to sit down on this one. And I said, I said, sure, I'd love to talk to you. So for about two and a half hours, we talked. And he told me a lot of things, and finally about the future of the planet and how, for example, he would have never, ever created an atomic bomb if he had to do it over again because he would have he would have um, he'd much rather been a cook or a state clerk at the patent office in Switzerland in Zurich than he would have created a bomb that could ultimately destroy the whole planet. Right. So after that, he said, um, "Would you like to meet my friends?" And I said, "Well, your friends are my friends." <laughs> Uh-huh. He, he then introduced me to um, Leonardo da Vinci, and there's an interesting man. I really like uh, Mr. da Vinci. He actually did a lot of time travel back in his day. That's how he was able to draw all these submarines and futuristic um, uh, flying machines and all kinds of things. So he tra- time traveled into the future. And how did he do after, time travel? He did it on the astroplane. He, he on the learned astral- to do it. On the astroplane, you learned how to do it when I was sleeping at night. He remembered everything. Uh-huh. He, he wasn't from this, these parts. He was from out of town somewhere, too, another spirit who'd come in. And actually, he said he'd been in Atlantis, too. So I can bring them in today if you want. Um, oh, okay. The only entity, yeah, the only entity I don't like to bother too much is Nostradamus because he's always busy. I respect his time. <laughs> and I, I do bring him in every once in a while, but he always looks at me and says, what, what do you want? Because <laughs> he's busy. So anyway. What, what about the... Nikola Tesla? I love yeah, Nikola and... Tesla. Have you ever brought him in? Yeah, I've brought him in uh, many times. He's, he's got a chapter in my book, too. Um, oh, okay. He said that he 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 found, he actually draw, drew up the formulas for free energy. And then the U.S. government in January '43 took them. Buried them and used them in the old in right. the secret space program, at the at the at the uh, request of the oil companies who wanted to um, keep us enslaved. Is mm-hmm. it, I don't want to get too off tangent, but I want to hold that box right. for a minute and just lead you some other 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 things. So after okay. after Leonardo da Vinci, I said um, he said, "Would you like to meet my friends?" And I said, "Sure." So then he introduced me to Senator Robert F. Kennedy, and it oh. turned out that Sir. Sirhan Sirhan um, didn't even didn't even kill him. There was another guy, another guard who was actually employed by the CIA behind him who shot him point blank in the back of the back of the neck. Mm-hmm. But that was all covered yeah. up by the police department in Los Angeles under pressure from the CIA, which was started by uh, Nazis imported to the United States in 1945, 46, 47, 48, 49, 40, 50 mm-hmm. by Harry S. Truman, who had no scruples, um, didn't like anybody who wasn't white and he was really not a very nice man but at any rate um um and then of course as soon as i would i talked to senator kennedy i i said i'd love to talk to your brother and he he popped right in so i've been talking to jack oh. kennedy ever since that time yeah i talked to him today actually and um so they they formed the basis of my book and they wanted these messages to get out so um and I can we can go into that in a minute. But then after talking extensively with Jack Kennedy, I really wanted to talk to Dwight D. Eisenhower because he I I, li- I liked him. He made some mistakes, but I did like him. I think he had benefit. He wanted to create a better planet. He was a good person. Mm-hmm. So I talked to him at length, and then that led in turn to uh, Nostradamus, and then Nikolai Tesla, 
And then Mahatma Gandhi came to me, I think, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. He came in one day. And and, and he was a fascinating guy. Any one of these would be worth at least an hour on the show. <laughs> so wow. We well, we'll do some more shows for sure. Now that we've found okay. you, we will definitely do longer shows and flesh this out because I've always been in contact with the other side. In fact, I came in pretty conscious and aware of previous lifetimes and that I was always being contacted by extraterrestrial interdimensionals. I had to tone it down to so I could live a normal childhood. Um, a few years back, I started getting like the... When when Michael Jackson died, he kind of invaded me for a few days, and I had to sit down and do therapy with oh, him. Really? my husband, who's a psychotherapist. Yes, because yep. uh, he was so upset, so upset when he died. And then um, I've had I've had another, but I what what's that? Was was he poisoned? You know, uh, we didn't talk on that level. He just came through in full catharsis, and I okay. allowed him to speak through me and. Basically, using my body, I cried for about four or five hours. I kept having to drink and rehydrate while he was wow. processing. Wow. He came in with uh, Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett was holding him. Oh, and, wow. And after he, wow. he processed, my, my husband's a psychotherapist, so after mm. he did all this catharsis, mm. he said, she, she, she tapped on my shoulder and she wanted to come through. So she came out and she says, uh, Dr. Lesson, first of all, Michael just thanked my husband and thanked me for allowing him to use my body and talk and, and do his processes. And then uh, she said, Dr. Lesson, please learn how to do this. Do this type of therapy with the people on the other side that are in this bardo that are stuck. Because she said, I'm looking around and they're all over here and they need help like Michael does. Yeah. She said, but I'm not sticking around yeah. here. My family is waiting for me and I'm going. And I've prepared for my death. So a lot of these people have not prepared for their death. They don't even know their dad or now they're, they're here and they don't know what to do with themselves. So I was kind of given the mandate. So I said, oh, okay, I will. But, you know, my life got busy and I haven't had time. So I think it would be great to learn how to do this, to have people that would be volunteers to help these people. Because there's a whole lot of people that are in between that can really get behind the healing of this planet and the evolution of consciousness for all humanity. So anyway, it's just an idea. I'm putting it out there. I'm so excited to meet you. I had no idea exactly who you were, but uh, I have a lot of questions. Hmm. So we'll have to do a series of, if you're available, um, and talk to all these different people here. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, let, let me, before I forget, there's also the Galactic Alliance as well, and they're an alliance of, 450 million planets, approximately 7 trillion entities, and this one-third of the Milky Way galaxy. And I've been in touch with them for about three years now, over three, three and a half. And I asked for and received protection from them. There's, there's three galactic spacecraft um, protecting my group today. And I've been told everybody on their way home. We have people from Sweden, Australia, England, Japan, Florida, wherever they go, they, they're going to be protected. And if they like, they can wow. look outside their aircraft window, especially at night. During the day, they get themselves cloaked, but during the night, it's easier to hide. And it's very distinctive. There's there's five dots in a circle that that is the craft are, and they have a larger a larger white light in the middle. They are between fifty and one hundred thousand years ahead of us technologically, and thirty to fifty thousand years ahead of us spiritually. Um, there's a way to connect with, to them. Um, it's very simple. I'll, I'll teach you the, the technique now. It's very simple. It's called the hue, H-U. It's the hue and human. I mean, it's, it's so oh, obvious. Yeah. We're all humans, mm-hmm. right? So it's the hue. Uh-huh. And what you do, if you, 
if you, if you use this meditation technique, when you say it, it opens up your pineal gland and also your imagination. So if you, I'll just say this briefly now. Um, and it goes like this. You... And if you say that a couple times a day, and if you're around people who might think you're kind of weird or out of this world, then you just <laughs> say it to yourself. And 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 the Galactics will come in to help you with almost any any situation. Um, I, I've got quite a bit on my website. My website is www.outofthisworld1150.com, and you can just look at that if you've got any, you know, more. But um, yeah, and then uh, um, there's other entities um, uh, I've talked to in the past. Benjamin Franklin's one. Um, Mother Mary's come through before. Um, and, and then, of course, I do readings for people, and then all kinds of stuff comes can come up. It's usually it's easier for me, actually, to go into the fifth, fourth, fifth, and higher dimensions than it is to be here in the third. But I know I've got a contract to fulfill, so I'm here for now. Right. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway. So, um, but uh, one of the people who I really liked and admired, I never met him. He was on my show once in July of 2014 with Dr. Masuro Moto. And um, uh-huh. I just happen to have his former assistant. She's a couple of feet from me here. Um, and she now okay. does the Moto Peace Project. If you like, uh, I think she, if it's okay, I think she'd like to say a few words as well, um, if, if that's okay. Oh, that'd be great. Are you complete? Um, I just uh, wanted, no, no, I'm wanted not to complete. know that you'll come back another show or come back later. We are uh, kind of booked really full today. We're just making connections and saying hi, aloha. Um, sure. uh, we will definitely slow this down. I love to to go into all these discussions with the last generation, but, uh, you know, I, I'm 63, so I was alive and, and functioning brain cells and aware when both, those, both the Kennedys were killed, and that deeply affected m- myself, my childhood, my world. Oh, yeah. so I'd like to know oh, yeah. more about all that. And, well, uh, let me let me tell you let me tell you just yeah let me ahead. tell you real yeah. briefly um, on the JFK assassination um, they were they were murdered by a combination effort by the CIA the, the Federal Reserve banks um, well the mafia um, I mean there are a bunch of bad guys out there who had their reasons for for killing uh, Jack Kennedy did you know the day he was murdered. He'd sent a French journalist to talk with with Fidel Castro, and he was actually talking to Fidel Castro, and they were planning on normalizing relations at that time. So oh. all this 60 or 70 years of just a bunch of nonsense of this fighting between the U.S. and Cuba wouldn't have even happened. Um, it would have, right. wouldn't, uh, you know, you know. He also um, had ordered um, the CIA to disclose all the UFO records, um, make them public mm-hmm. 10 days before he was murdered. He also signed an executive order. Um, he, uh, earlier that year, he 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 bypassed the Federal Reserve banks, which are not federal and they're not reserve. Um, and he ordered the U.S. Treasury, which under Article Seven of the U.S. Constitution is is has the sole legal authority to issue currency, to start issuing currency uh, for the United States. So the banks had their had reasons to get rid of him. Um, but look at the, look at the kind of government we've had in the United States. It's been a disaster since then. We had Johnson, who yeah. who was, you know, Johnson. I don't even want to say about him. Nixon, I don't. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Nixon was like, I'm not a crook. Right. Um, Gerald Ford was controlled. Yeah. Uh, there's a section in my book about Jimmy Carter. You know about Jimmy Carter? Oh, uh, 
I don't know what you know, but yeah, what about from your perspective? What what are we to know about Jimmy Carter? Well, um, look at his pictures. Before, I think it's April of 1979, uh, President Carter always pointed a part of his hair on the right. And after April of 79, he always parted his hair on the left. It happened in one week. If you talk to any medical doctor, they will tell you that it's impossible to change your parting of your hair in one week. And the reason why uh-huh. it's changed is because the real one was killed and replaced with a clone. Now, people oh. may think I'm really out of this world to say this, but the, the no, other... No, I, I know all about the cloning stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because I interview the all other... these people. It, yeah. <laughs> if it's out of this world, I've interviewed them, or, or I'm, I'm seeking okay. to interview them, because I'm really unraveling okay. the mystery of what's going on here. So, okay, There's, so they, they they killed Carter. Why? Because he had ordered UFO disclosure once again, and they got oh, rid of him. okay. Yeah, and it's a long story what happened to him, so. Well, we, I we mean, will go they, into all this. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so this is, let me just say one last so, thing, and we'll bring on, uh, we'll bring, um, bring you on. Just one more thing. One more thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is uh, Alexander. Just one more thing to to um, who are we talking? Ted. Um, oh, and I want to go into this is my wish list for a future show. Yeah, uh-huh. now let's just, just we'll put this teaser out there. What was Eisenhower doing making these agreements, and what was going on there? You know, the, uh, well, the, the me, month I was born, February '54, there were all kinds of agreements with the extraterrestrials, apparently with the Greys, and then the Tall Whites or the Anunnaki. I mean, we've got a lot of pieces of stuff we can unravel together. But go ahead, what were you going to say? Well, I want to back up a little bit to Jack Kennedy. He wanted me to tell you one thing. Okay. Um, the cabal was active back in the '60s. And uh-huh. the, the negative the negative forces within the U.S. State Department um, had had fabricated the story about Oswald being the sole killer of Jack Kennedy. And right. uh, and he says if you want proof of that, um, contact the library. Or look it up on the web for the Christchurch, New Zealand newspaper of November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. The reason why I'm saying that is because Christchurch is about. I don't know, 18 or 20 hours ahead of the United States. Uh-huh. And what the cabal had done is that they'd ordered the State Department around the world to issue this fake story about Oswald being the sole killer and blah, 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 all these details, which is totally fabricated, uh-huh. on um, November 22nd. The problem is that oh. in New Zealand, <laughs> the people, the embassy, the U.S. Embassy in New Zealand had forgotten that there was a day difference between New Zealand and the United States. So they, in effect, released it on November 21st in the United States, which is November 22nd in New Zealand. So, and that's what they do. They they're so cocky and arrogant. They just, you know, they just challenge us. Can we figure this out? And we're so stupid, we don't put the pieces together. Their power. Another example. Right. I'll give you another example quickly, and I want to get Mitch going. Um, (laughs) Two years ago. Two years ago in Brussels, where they had uh, – was it Brussels or Paris where they had all those shootings? I think it was Brussels and everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what? That story about what? the shootings and everything was released two days earlier in Mexico City and a day earlier in Britain, London, in newspapers, controlled uh-huh. by the cabal. Before it happened. Wow. 48 hours before it happens, released in Mexico. Then it happens. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, oh, um, you're talking. They're about, just so arrogant. Oh my God. They just they don't. Yeah, well, they, they know they together. Yeah, they were orders by the cabal. Now, they, um, yeah. with respect to President Eisenhower, uh-huh. um, he was mind controlled. He had been offered six months earlier technology and spiritual advancement from the Pleiadians, Pleiadians to spiritually advance the United States and create a really peaceful world and get rid of all wars. But they, he said you had, they said they had to get rid of his nuclear weapons, and he refused. And right. so then uh, the Greys, the reptilians, show up and said, you can keep your weapons if you want. We want to just study you. Study means abducting people. Right. And so – Eisenhower didn't like them, but he was mind controlled. And the, and the reptilian ambassador threatened him by saying, "Well, if you don't, if you don't agree, agree to this agreement, we're going to go to the Soviets and give them this and give them the technology, and they'll become the preeminent power in the, in the world." So they, right. they because the Nazis it. had already received it forty, fifty years or hundred years before. The Nazis had all that technology going into World War Two. So, right. So, right. They were helped. They, the they were helped by the, the Right. 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 So There's a lot of stories, <laughs> including implants. But, um, so. Well, what do you know about the Anunnaki? Because the Anunnaki is my forte. Reptilians. Um, I want to pull them. I don't think so. They're reptilians. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. That's but, you know, we're all reptilians. We all have reptilian DNA, so uh, but they don't look yeah. reptilian. That's um, well, yeah. That's going. We're, you're. <laughs> you're trying it's it's kind of like asking you know trying to describe the history of the world in 25 words or less and it's difficult cuz it's hard to get get everything in oh, but I understand um, I understand but but one of the most important things that Dr. Emoto showed people was that we're all powerful spiritual beings and we have the capability to create a beautiful beautiful planet if we, if we want it and yeah. um with that I want to bring Michiko Hayashi on um okay. and here here she is here Thank you, Ted. It was lovely talking to you, and we'll have you on as soon as we can, maybe next week even, but we'll have Alexander talk to you about scheduling Oh, that would be wonderful. I have so much to say, but I want to be polite, and Michiko's here and give her the floor as well. Excellent. Okay. Hello, Hello Alexandra. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. You guys Thank you so much a- for having me here. Oh, awesome. We're really blessed to have you tonight on our show and bringing in the love frequency from Sacred Mount Shasta. Thank you. And Dr. Yamoto and your Mm -hmm. heart. (laughs) And also, you guys, uh, today you had a beautiful message from Adama. Um, Oh. Yeah. So we're just grateful. To um, one of the messages the Dhammas shared is, uh, you know, soon um, they will be able to emerge, and that's, you know, it's such a blessing for all of us to be part of mm-hmm. co-creating. <laughs> right. So if you the, would kindly um, introduce yourself, your oh. vision for paradise, and tell the, if you'd share with our audience uh, your website. How they can learn more about about, um, gratitude, the impact of gratitude, the impact of love, the impact of positive words, um, positive loving meditations. They're very powerful. And if you would kindly um, share 
how people can learn more about Dr. Emoto's vision, his books, and so on. That would be Alexander, awesome. We, we, Alexander, we lost them. Let me try to call them back. Um, oh, okay. Uh, okay, hold on one know, second Janet, while I call them. Sure. Uh, do you see yeah. 954 uh, area code in the caller line? Yeah, I do. You Nine... want to talk to that person? Yes, I'll put them on. All right. Area, area code 954, you're live. Hi, welcome. Hello. Is this Dell? <laughs> Hello. Hi, welcome to the show, Dell. We're on Aquarian Radio. Dell is uh, presently in Miami, Florida, and the purpose of our show today is to send extra TLC uh, to help dissolve the, the hurricane over there. And Dell is a songwriter who would love to share a song about unity, peace, and love. And it's a great way to welcome our segment on Dr. Emoto. So we appreciate your song. Bill's also a videographer, and uh, he filmed an event in Florida with the Dr. Emoto Foundation and Ted's uh, Out of This World Radio. So, Dale, if you'd like to sing the chorus, we can invite our listeners to join in, and we're just sending love, peace, and unity. Well, it is a pleasure for me, you know, to listen to the radio. And I want to say, you know, hi, you know, to everyone that listening. And, of course, I'm going to, you know, do the course and they all can join me. And later in the future, I'll probably sing the entire song for you all. Okay? Wonderful. Okay. So, you want me to start now? Yes. That would be great. Please. <laughs> huh? Yes, yes. Share your, share your song. Unity for peace. Unity for love. Unity for peace. Unity for freedom. Unity for peace. Unity for love. Unity for peace, unity for freedom, unity for peace, unity for love, unity for peace, unity for freedom. That's it. (laughs) If anyone anyone would like to say it, we could just say it together. Well, I was just wondering, uh, you're over there in Miami. How are you doing? How's well, you know, uh, you know, I'm maintaining because we we have like you know hurricane that coming. You know, hopefully, you know, it's 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 probably like you know, you know, it's probably ninety five percent. It probably like you know, hit the show in Miami, and you know, for Miami. Almost to like you know for other different places, you know this is like you know look into to see where the eyes of the hurricane is going. So you know uh-huh. if we miss it, we we'd be lucky, but but we're quite sure there's gonna be like you know some some damage you know that's gonna happen in Miami. Hopefully, like you know we could it could exit you know to lead somewhere else. Wow. Well, we're we're sending all our love and prayers and meditations and envisioning this 
hurricane to just uh, dissipate and go nowhere. Over here in Hawaii, we get a lot of hurricane uh, hurricanes that are that are forming, but they come and they hit the big island and they just go poof. <laughs> so we have that that um, phenomenon that happens here. We see them go poof. So let's just imagine a big giant mountain, you know, a, a spiritual psychic mountain. That's just going to make this wind go poof. And it really does, very quickly. It's just like, it's coming, it's coming, and all this drama, and all of a sudden, poof, it doesn't do anything. It loses. Wow. I mean, it's a huge one, Category 4, 5, coming, coming. Nope, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't do anything. So let's just envision that. And, uh, you know, we're magical, mystical beings. We can do it. We are doing it. Yeah. We're not can. Can is the future facing in what? Contrafactual and wanting, wanting. So we we do it, we do it, simply like that. Poof. So okay. Yeah. Alrighty. I I we've got back Michiko. Um, oh, uh, she's back. Are you ready for? Alexander, you ready to talk to Michiko? Yes. Thank you for. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dell, for the thank beautiful you, song. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. Much love to all of you. I want you back on. Much love to you. Blessings. Okay. Listen. Back with Michiko. We lost you. Welcome back. Hi, this is Ted. Here's Michiko now. Sorry we lost okay, you. Okay, thank you. That's okay. We're we're making it happen. I'm back. <laughs> yes. Well go ahead and tell us about yourself and your work and uh you know we're 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 all ears. We want to hear everything about you. Well thank you. I was work. I worked for Dr. Mosa as a personal assistant for ten years and a half until the day he passed away, and in 2014. But in 2011, when we had that Fukushima disaster and um, accident, uh, Dr. Mosa decided to uh, register a nonprofit organization called in Japan so that we can um, help those people in Fukushima also with water. And since then, I have been, I, I, I have been do, working on this Emoto Peace Project and spread, spreading the message of water, how water is deeply connected to our conscious, individual con- consciousness, also collective consciousness. And whatever happens, or, or, for example, the disasters are happening right now in many places are related to our thoughts or our water observed our emotions. And then that the name because all everything is water. So I Hello? Okay, good, good. Hi. Um, so what I was wondering, I have a question, uh, if we all focused on the waters around Fukushima mm-hmm. and the waters that are going through all the, uh, the mechanisms, can we somehow neutralize all the negative effects and reverse course, all the yeah. damage? Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
out love and gratitude to water, then immediately we're we're having trouble uh, hearing you. We've got a bad connection. I'm not sure what's going on. That better connection when Ted was talking. Do you have a different phone? Or are you in a different location? Ted's phone. Can you can you there we go? Now we can hear you. Yeah, something was happening oh, okay. where you where every other word was. Oh, okay. So I, I asked see. about the. Uh, well, you, you were saying that the love and gratitude. Uh, uh-huh. How could we, uh, as a as a powerful people on this planet, turn mm-hmm. Fukushima around and negate its negative effects, and clean up the waters because we've got you know all these fish when, and uh, the krill and everything dying apparently from Fukushima. So it's really critical for us to do this, not just a luxury, like, oh, yeah. So okay. what would you firstly, recommend? Yeah, firstly, I'm so sorry this has been happening, and Fukushima has been causing this problem all around the world. As uh, one of the, the representatives of Japan, I would like to apologize and uh, send apologies to everyone. And what we can do now is collectively... Our collective consciousness, our thoughts, are really powerful. It amplifies the energy. And love and gratitude together is the immunity. It boosts up the immunity. And when we send out collectively love and gratitude to water, um, anywhere all around the world, wherever you are, at the same time, um, the water receives that um, energy a beautiful energy of love and gratitude. And then it cleanses the water, the um, water molecule instantaneously. Then water goes all around the world at the same time. So that's how it works. Right. It's one big, so we love the water wherever Mm -hmm. it is, including the water that runs through each person. Because mm-hmm. we, we drink and eliminate, we're part of this big, giant ecosystem mm-hmm. that we could neutralize and heal, neutralize. I, for me, when you were saying that, I was getting that part of the reason, you know, thank you for apologizing for Fukushima, but I think it's a global phenomenon that mm-hmm. these things happen because there's anger in the world and there's fear. And anger exactly. and fear create things like the hurricanes that, and Fukushima's and these uh-huh. disasters. So if we get work on ourselves individually to identify our own disconnects from each other, our own anger, our own fear. The microcosm reflects the macrocosm. As right. So we can use the process of healing all the waters within and without and throughout. Exactly. I mean, we are really water, water bottles. And when we see water crystals, they're showing what kind of... Anger is uh, what kind of crystals that anger is, is fears and negative uh, emotions are creating, and what beautiful crystals that are positive uh, emotions are creating. And you, we know well, we know that we are more than seventy percent water ourselves, and the environment is, and the Mother Earth is. Then. The most important thing is to know that our emotions are the ones that is creating everything. Uh-huh. Right. 
And then we're no longer victim. We're no longer victim. No. Oh, I've, I've got this thing going and I can't control it. It's outside of me. No. <laughs> the buck stops here at each person individually and collectively. And we can do something about it. Okay, what do I do? I, I, I change channels. I, I think positive. I act positive. I do positive. Yes. If, yes. I, if I say a harsh word, I take it around and say it again and pull that energy right. back to the heart chakra. Say that again mm-hmm. kindly. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Because um, well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I get talking. Go ahead, Mr. Chicho. Say that last sentence again. When we, when we, we're well, human beings, so we make mistakes. A lot of times we get angry, we get scared. But as soon as we that we're being angry or we're being scared, then we change our emotions and then thankful or, or happy, then joy is the most beautiful crystal also and happiness is the most beautiful positive thought feeling. So when we are all in the state of joy, then we'll be in the same state of joy and happiness. Yes. <laughs> wow. So, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. Mm-hmm. And in well, Hawaii, thank you so much. Like yeah, go ahead. In oh, Hawaii, you're welcome. Yeah, we have just we, we have just the, a couple um, more minutes, and then we've got to pull on our next okay, guest. Okay, in but, Hawaii, in, in Japan, yeah. we are surrounded by ocean, so, so yeah. We just send out our happy and grateful emotions and that the, the, the water will be happy. Uh, if you can, uh, hi. Hello? Uh, hi. Well, I, we're going to have to cut this short because our connection is really bad, but we really appreciated you coming on. I will do this again. Maybe next time we can get it. A different connection okay. on the phone. It might be because That's you're out in wonderful Shasta. And right, we're in Shasta. Wonderful Shasta. Wonderful Well, thank you, thank everybody, for coming. Uh, we're going to go call our next guest. Um, okay. Thank you. And uh, Alexander, go ahead and uh, talk My a little friend. bit. Well, I oh, I call on our next guest. Go ahead. Oh, I just, uh, for the first hour, thank you all. Um, I'd love to share that when we we were going to bring Ted back on and Mukiko, um, and we'll uh, we'll give some updates on awesome uh, advanced technologies. The Lemurians um, and their technologies, they can help us clean up the water, and I'm so glad that Ted shared the hue and, you know, tonight, our listeners, we can put the request in from Touch Our Hearts and say we really appreciate, accept, and receive your support. Lumerian technology can clean this up. Zora of the Hollow Earth uh, has a ship that he rides on that's 24 levels with Prime Creator as needed. And Jermaine um, and other folks who are helping us. So we're on the cusp of really to paradise on our earth. So I really thank everybody. Thank you, Dell. Thank you, Ted. 
Um, Dr. Z is standing by. Um, he's always um, wanting to help us. Um, do, you know, they have a 21-day free program, and you can go to our show and, and sign up. And these 21-day programs start weekly uh, to help make the shift to um, peace and food um, choices. So that's pcrm.org. So we're right on the button to bring in our second hour. I'm going to let Janet uh, take over the helm and introduce our next guest. So I thank everybody. Excellent. Okay, so um, let's see. I think this is our our guest, Ruth Ann's friend. Let me uh, pull her on. Uh, Hi, Ruth Ann. Nope, I lost your call. Let's try that again. Technical difficulties. I'll try her one more time. Uh, Make sure I got the right number. Okay, let's dial again. Uh, We do have Melodina. Did you want to talk? Have her talk? Oh, I'd be happy to introduce um, Melodina. uh, Who? Okay. uh, Let me try this call one more time, and if I don't get a hold of. Okay, let's see. Uh, she can okay, introduce that. Backup number. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try her backup number. Okay. Okay. The power of love really can change the weather, and wherever you live, you can step out and clear chemtrails. You can. Uh, if if we bring Melodina on, she can share that. Um, she learned the okay. technique. Okay. Well, Everybody I've got to can... honor my agreement with my guest. I just think I was putting in the wrong number. I think I have it right now. Okay. Oh, you got it. Okay. Hold on. Let's uh, see if she picks up. Hello. Hi, Ruth Ann. Hi. Yes. So it's, it's Janet Carelesson and Alexandra. Bernardes, and we're live on the Aquarian Radio show, AquarianRadio.com. And uh, instead of reading the bio, Ruthann, it's better if you tell our listeners who you are and what you want to talk about today. Well, my name is Ruthann Friend, and uh, I uh, have experience with the uh, spiritual, paranormal, and uh, ET uh, universes and worlds. I've, uh, my son and I, his name was David, uh, have both been with uh, all of this happening to us since we each were children. So, And I also am a Reiki master for 26 years and uh, have taught that at college level. And I uh, do hypnosis, sometimes past lives. And that's uh, who I am. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Wonderful. So your son, uh, when you were alive, were both uh, contacting experiencers. Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. What did you say? I said your your son is David, and he's now crossed over. Uh, we yes. had a, the first hour of the show. We had Ted Mayer, and he talks to all kinds of people that are on the other side. Uh, he has a mm-hmm. out of this world radio show. So we'll have to have you on mm-hmm. at the same time sometime, but um, you could uh, you could share notes. But just uh, to summarize your story, is that 
you and your son, while he was on this side of the veil, you were having extraterrestrial contact. Is that correct? Yes, uh, ever since we uh, both can remember. I mean, ever since I was a small child and then uh, when he came into Earth, um, he chose to come back. He reincarnated back so we could work together again. Uh, in all past lives, we've always worked together. So um, he, uh, when he was about five years old, he told uh, all of the family that he wouldn't live very long, that he would die young. Uh, he knew his whole journey. So um, that was it's it's pretty hard uh, when you know these things, but we knew why we came here, both of us, and uh, our goal is to help as many people as we can. So uh, we had um, we could see into the spirit world and uh, do the readings from the other side and travel with the ETs and. Uh, just had tons of experiences through all of these years, um, so I still am connected with him, um, even though we work together in a different way, even though he's on the other side, but he's uh, back again on the ships and and how we worked before when we were on the other side. So he's on a ship now, so he's not in... Uh Explain that to us. So the extraterrestrials are well, connected with. Yes, yes, we uh, we uh, worked on the ships before we came here again, uh, before we reincarnated back. Uh, so he's back doing uh, the work that we did in another time and another space, another dimension. So that's where he who, is. Who are and, these uh, who, Which ships? Uh, who are they read by? Uh, and. Okay. Uh, well, we're involved with uh, several different councils. Uh, some of them are called the Tri-Council. Some is called the Etheric Council. Some is called the um, Intergalactic Council. Uh, we have the Tri-Council. So we work with many different species. And the only species that we've ever worked with are the are the like the Christ-like beings. They're they're very benevolent. They're all about love and compassion. And uh, I have wonderful uh, messages from them. Uh, not only did we see them solid, but we also, um, they had us take down their messages for years and to keep track of them, date them. And I didn't know why at that time, but then they told me uh, year about a year and a half ago that I they wanted a book written and they wanted their oh. messages in in the book because they want people to know the truth. And uh, so uh, I had all these messages over all these years, and that's what I began to do. The thing is, there's going to be more than one because this was happening over years and years, and I kept track of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, How did you write oh, that down? Were you were you a well, fast writer? How did you keep it that, get get it all down? Well, uh, actually, a lot of them they wrote and they signed in Universal Script. Also, oh. many of them I, I many of them I wrote as they told me, so I was uh-huh. writing it down. And I explain all this um, in the book and how loving and benevolent um, they are. And uh, they warned us about. Uh, uh, other species who were 
negative, and uh, so we would know if we came across so that which, type which of species being. species are, are negative? Which are, here's my confusion. I work with a lot of people. And there, mm-hmm. was, there are some people that say, oh, those reptilians are bad. And then I talk to other people, and they say, no, I have a, a, a kind and loving relationship with a reptilian. And it, and it seems to me after talking to, I've been, I've been doing this radio show for seven years now, is that it's really difficult to judge a species as all bad or all good. But there are individuals, yes. like we have our, our Christic consciousness, we have our, our Hitlers, you know, that are right. you know, good or bad. But yes. even within, like Hitler, you know, he loved his dog. And he, had a, he had a girlfriend or, or whatever she was. So even those people that are pretty hideous uh, to the world still have the ability to have loving connections with people or things or whatever. So what did you find? What were they saying were the bad species, the negative species? Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's just like uh, they I have in the book here, I should have had that open to that. They talk about how uh, in their universes, their worlds, that um, they are divided by uh, how we are divided by certain uh, countries and races and so on like that. And there uh-huh. comes a different way. But there's one thing they wanted me to put on the back of the book uh, cover. And I'll just, if you Uh want me to read it, I will. Okay, this is their words. This is not mine. Okay. Okay, they said they want to talk about what their purpose is. And here they go. They say that the time has come for me to write this book to teach others the real truth about them and why they come here. We both are a large part of their growing colonies to let the ETs adopt and learn from about the human demeanor and softness of emotions and personalities of the offspring. The new colonies will be ready to interact more as earthlings and humanoids. You both have shown us here about parental love, nurturing babies, emotional development, and most of all, love, and who we call our universal soldiers. You both have been uh, universally celebrated by the Galactic High Councils and Christ-like beings in your work. This is a success to you both being so dedicated to the change of human development. The world one day will finally learn how to live together in love, and war will be abolished and in time forgotten except in history. The two of you who belong here with us are working for the greatest cause of all, love and compassion among all living earthlings. The spiritual movement now will be larger and larger to make the transitions needed before man completely destroys everything on planet Earth. So they wanted that on the back page. But their wow. uh, messages all, all the way through, we talked just like you and I are talking. Or, or, I mean, it was they, they were our second family. They were our family. We had our beautiful, loving Earth family, but we also have our ET family. So um, we were sent here to do many things and in our work. So we uh, met with many councils, uh, all kinds of councils, uh, but only the benevolent. Uh, they did warn us of uh, two species uh, to watch out for, and um, uh, I did run across those my son and I two to three times, but it was no problem because we knew what to do. 
But What's yeah, you know, are it's they? like who who did they well, warn you these, about? Well, these they, they only they described him as described them as the uh, lizard-looking ones. And uh, okay. I want to mention something else. We can't dis we can't blame all of them. It may look that way because some are benevolent and some are not. You know, they're malevolent. Uh-huh. So it's like people, uh, and they I talk about this in the book. What they wanted me to say. Um, our human race, uh, a lot of people are nice and a lot are not going to be nice. <laughs> so in right. the, where uh, they travel and would take us, um, they generally were always teaching us uh, from little on. They were teaching us universal language. They were showing us past, present, and future times. They were showing us the wormholes, how the travel works. Um, it just went on and on and on. Wow. And many times... They would set us down in the ship. They would break us down into energy to go with them. And uh-huh. we went so much that um, they had to take in, uh, take us in from time to time to re-energize us. They said the breakdown, as we went all the time, was extremely hard on the human body. So uh, right. they would set us down in front of a big screen. And all these things would run by like a blur, but they said not to worry because all of it was being put into our brain stem and when we needed it it would be there to use so we did this oh, a lot so also I've been in front of the big screen I have been in front of the big screen and they showed me 24 potential future history multiverses where you know we could go and one was mm-hmm. the annihilation the other was uh, to the other extreme was um, you know utopian and then they said, we, mm-hmm. you know, each person is a chooser. I was a chooser. Where do you want to go? So I've seen the big screen. Now, so you, you're talking in past tense. Are they, are they disconnected with you now since David's gone? Do you still interact, interact no. with the extraterrestrials? Yeah, I'm still very much will be and always will be because uh, it's like I said, we're connected as a second family. No, I still go uh-huh. with them and uh, they're still working with me and uh, they want, they, uh, it's, it sounds strange, but um, I've never named one of my books. Uh, they give me three names, three titles, just like on this last one. And they just simply said, choose one. So, uh that's what I did. I, I chose this certain title. But we we just um, talk, uh, we talk almost like you and I are talking, except when the learning parts were there to listen and absorb it and take it in. And they also explain uh, a lot about how they can only give us so much at a time because we're living as a human in a human world. And the mind can't uh-huh. process, but very little at a time. They told me, uh, I've never read the statistics myself, but that the human brain can only hold about 10%. But they said, we've right. given you both, uh, we've, we have given you to enough to fill your brain. So they said there's areas that man will probably never even know of uh, that, you know, is in our brain. So... Um, yeah, they worked with us all the time, and Edgar Casey, he has been with us forever. So I would see Edgar, and Edgar, uh, I have a lot of messages from him in his own uh, writing. But um, we just had such a 
a full uh, assortment of things going on, and yet we're having to live this secret life all those years as a regular family and school things and all the get things uh-huh. you get to do, and yet and yet we're seeing spirits everywhere we go, solid as you or me or anybody else, <laughs> and uh, giving messages or they're telling me something, uh, uh, maybe a message for me or my son or both of us. So wow. it's been a pretty uh, exciting life, but it's also when they give you these things, um, they said they had to give it, they gave us every gift there was because when we came back into this world, it's dark, it's very dark, and we came from love and light again, you know, while we were back on the other side, and they said, you will uh-huh. need these gifts, and you will have them like a coat of armor, because you're going to need it there. So that's wow. kind of summed the, yeah. So. Yeah, that's but, kind of... Uh, what they—that's what they told me. But sometimes I feel so isolated. I, at least you had the two views. A lot of times I feel so alone, you know. But I think that's what makes yes. us do this show and seek out people like you. And such, you know, that's yes. that's my soul family. That, that's where I come from. The same place. Uh, yet I hear all these dark stories of people, and, and I've learned to be a therapist, and I listen to them because I know that once they. If you witness people, they can come through, and I help them in their journey to come through to the light side of this whole thing. But you're 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 where I came from, so I I look at these people astonished. It's like, oh my God, you've had this incredible negative experience, and yet all of my connections have been positive and loving and kind. And so yes, um, it, I'm so, so I've been blessed. I've been blessed like you. But yeah, like you, they said that you need this coat of armor to get through this life. Yes, we do because wow. uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, in the books, I talk about how um, I never, when I was little, I I didn't fit in any anywhere. I didn't have any friends, and when I was real little, I didn't know why what was going on or why I seemed different than the other kids and what was it. And, it, yeah, it really puts you through a lot of uh, uh, thinking, you know. And uh, so my son, uh, he was the same way when he was born. He almost died because I, I knew he was struggling with to adjust to even being back in this world, even though we chose to come back to help others all uh-huh. we could. But it's wonderful to talk to you and people like that because uh, you do feel all alone. You, you know, you, you, yeah. you just yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's your life, what is your life like now that uh, your son's on the other side uh, do you have do you have family and friends that you live with, or they live near you, or do you have a support system? Yes, uh, I'm very blessed. I my family nearly all live in the same area. I do. Uh, there's a few that live a little north of me, but it's not so far we can't see one another. So I'm very blessed. And uh, no, I don't talk much about. Uh, 
any of these things we're even talking about. Um, oh, okay. I haven't yeah, yet. That's, that's the uh, loneliness <laughs> for me. It's like, yeah, I'm surrounded yeah. by people. We could talk about same things like the weather, but I can't be real with them. And on, on, on the Internet, with all these people that come to our shows and our guests, that's where I can be real. But, I, you know, in my own world, if I tell people what I do, they look at me like I've got, you know, horns sticking out of my head, you know. <laughs> and I go, okay, I can't, I can't be authentic with uh, a lot of people. Oh, I but know. here, uh, free, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. it can be very, very lonely because... Uh, you know, I, I'm sure we're an awfully like, uh, like, alike. I can't even talk uh, alike <laughs> because of what what <laughs> you're saying. Uh, and uh, it, it's it's that it's so wonderful when I go to the conferences and everything, and uh, the, all the open minds, and um, I feel free, and my spirit feels free. But I don't want to. Um, uh, you know, I don't try to get anyone to to believe what's happened to me. I mean, those are just that's just me. I I don't know how else to live except the way I came in. You know, that's right. that's what I do, and I just I love to work with people in the Reiki. Um, my son did too, and uh, I love to see anything or if I can say something or give a message to make someone relieved or feel much better. That that's the whole joy of everything. <laughs> it's just wow. the joy of it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, so what mm-hmm. did they say or what what are you gonna call your next book and when might we have that out? Well, the new one came out uh, the first of the year, and uh, oh. the name I chose, uh, Aliens Within Our Own Selves, and okay. uh, it's all based on a true story, every bit of it is, um, and it's about, um, uh, we're hybrids, of course, and um, it's it talks about that, it, but it's just full of their words, not my words, and um, uh-huh. uh, every everything that they want told to start out with. Um, I have had so many great experiences, I don't know where to start because uh, when my son was terminal, uh, uh, he had DOAs, he had near-death experiences, and he lived 19 years, which the doctors could not believe, but we knew why he did because the ETs would take us uh, and they would work with him. Um, What did he have? And I know when I... He had a cancer, but it spread everywhere, and um, oh. he, that the chemo created so many problems that um, uh, eventually his body just uh, wore down, and uh, the organs, uh, you know, it was so hard on him. But, you know, he never right. complained one time. He looked like a ray of sunshine. Everybody just couldn't get over how that big old wow. smile light up a room. But never did he complain because he chose what he chose, and he wanted to give his life to help others learn love and compassion, faith, and wow. things like that. So I was very, wow. very proud of him. So he lived. He lived 19 years with all that. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh, from, uh huh. From they were like I now the doctors. 
I think uh, the most shocked, uh, he was going blind towards the end, but um, during those years uh, when he was losing his sight, the one eye was pretty well already blind, and uh, I remember the ETs came and and took him, and, and we were told they were going to help him. They would always tell us ahead when they were coming or if it would be that evening, that day. They came day and night. There wasn't just night stuff. And um, uh-huh. anyway, they they would work on his eye, and I have messages in there that they said exactly what they did to his eye. So I remember uh, he had a one-day surgery, and that was just to take off a outer covering that uh, medication had caused. It had caused this uh-huh. th- uh, thing to grow over his eye, and they said it had to come off. But they said, you know, David, you won't see. Well, we were getting yes, he would see, but we you can't. We just said, yeah, uh-huh, I understand. So they took him again that night, and um, uh, after the surgery, after the next day, when they took the uh, bandage off, he read twenty twenty out of that eye. And the doctor wow. was he. Oh, he was. He went. He went and got some colleagues of his. There was five or six that came in that room. And uh, one was crying when he came out and said he can wow. see, he can see. So he had, this book's got a lot of miracles in it, too. It's inspiring, um, especially the second book I they had me write of him. And uh, they came to me and said, you are to write the story of David now to help the world and uh, to give face and love and compassion and inspire other people. So a lot of those miracles are in that book. Um, they just couldn't believe him. I mean, they just they just couldn't understand him. Wow. Alexandra, do you have a question or comments for Ruth Ann? Oh, well, I'm grateful for you being on the show and that you were really um, – Racing boundaries and um, for others, you know, how can, if you might, are you doing coaching and counseling at all to help others or how can they get your book? How can they, um, you know, make contact with their galactic family? Because <laughs> I, well, I think the audience like to do that. Okay, I go to a lot of. Um, UFO conferences, and I have my books at uh, the conferences. Uh, we just, I just uh, came from the last one in July in Dulce, New Mexico, and I uh-huh. uh, got to be a speaker there. So um, I uh, was happy to have the books because the first one starts out with the seven spirits that was in the house when we bought it. And they became like family, and I write about them, who they were, and what all they would do. And I got a lot of pictures. You put some on, I noticed, on uh, tonight's uh, page on my uh, Yeah, some I of found them, them somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> I appreciated that. So we knew all of them and called them by name and so on. And at the time, um, I didn't have all my memories back yet, but I just knew that uh, they were helping us in a lot of ways. And one I credit with saving my life. So uh, I looked back. Uh, uh, they ha- they started leaving when my son left, and I knew that was going to happen. And I realized what teachers they were to us as my children grew up. 
and uh, was uh, great teachers to me in different ways. Uh, they had a job to do, and they did it really well, so uh, they went on. But the second one then, uh, like I said, the story of David, and the third one is uh, Aliens Within Our Own Selves, and uh, they're on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and uh, in uh, e-books and softcover mm-hmm. and so on yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. that's awesome. That's awesome because, and for the listeners, um, you know, you can say I only, you know, I only interact, you know, with the highest emissaries of peace and love, and you do not allow any non-loving entities into your aura, into your environment. You know, just say that they do not belong, and um, they have no power over you. So that you, you begin the show standing in your magnificence, you know, reach up to the sky and stand in your golden, silver, white light of perfection. Each and every being, and we invite those who are in a non-loving frequency to come to the light. We have 5D experience, and they are master healers and willing to work with any being, seen, unseen, on this side or the other side of the veil. There is uh, just a huge amount of love. All all you have to do is touch your heart and say, I receive it. I want that love in my life because we all came through the great central sun. It's actually our one true inheritance is that love. Uh-huh. And the shift well, of coming well, into I, unity. Alexandra, I think sometimes um, when people have negative experiences with uh, discarnates and extraterrestrials, it, it seems to be some kind of a, uh, attraction, law of attraction and action. Because for what I get, Ruth Ann, you've had mostly positive experiences. I don't, I don't even know if you've had any negative experiences, even though some people might perceive their son dying of cancer as an extreme negative experience. But by having it filtered through your own mindset that everything is positive, it is, is that what right. I'm getting, Ruth Ann? Is that, yeah, so yes, yes, I, for example, yes. yeah, for example, I had a, a reptilian come to me for many, many years. And mm-hmm. I, when I was young, I perceived it as negative because he was trying to communicate with me and his vibratory frequency of his telepathic communication was different than the other entities that I had been dealing with. And it felt strange. So I freaked out and got upset. But then years later, I did hypnosis, and I and it was like, oh, you know, he was just trying to communicate with me, and his vibratory frequency was different. If I would have just thought, freaked out, I could have gotten in line with, with that as a child, and I would have received this wonderful communication from, you know, a reptilian. But because I had uh, judged reptilian, probably because of my Christian up bringing that that might be the devil or Satan or some kind, some kind of my own stuff. And then years later after that, I'm writing my book and he comes through me telepathically and the communication is fine. We have, this, we have this forgiveness thing where we forgive each other, we love each other, I'm sitting here crying and <laughs> I'm going, oh, <laughs> yeah. love. And it was all my own, you know, my crap, my own crap. So when um, when I do the life review, you see, we, we're not fixed in time. You could go back any time and fix the past by doing it again over, mm-hmm. even your own mind. Mm-hmm. So 
I go back and I reprogram myself and I redo that scenario because we all time travel all the time. And, and then I've actually changed the past. And so I'll, so anything that I perceive, I, I take first responsibility for everything. And I go, I'm going to go rewrite that scene. Uh, I love it from that is the highest. That is so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. There's no limitation. I love that sharing, Janet, because, I mean, this is inspiring that you don't have to accept what is. You are a co-creator, and you can edit your own film <laughs> and create, you know, create community for some love. Yeah. That is so true. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Everything I love can it. be. It's it's fluid. It's fluid. The whole past future is fluid. So that's what this show's been about. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I haven't paid attention to news, but I think we're changing this hurricane, just like we do over here in Maui. We change the hurricanes and we poop them with a big giant mountain, and they can't they can't <laughs> do the harp. But I, I really uh-huh. uh, well, we have Ruth Ann here because you're such a gem, Ruth Ann. And I oh. hope my vision is to create a conference where you and I get to sit down and you know, share a cup of tea together, you know, and look at each other from across the table and, and be in each other's energy. I'm sure we've met on board ship and other, you know, lifetimes and things like that because I have such an affinity for you and your work, and, and I just admire you and your son so much. And, oh. uh, I, yeah, I, so I, I, I have okay. to get books so I can just bask in all that stuff. I, I will do that. Um, I have rarely have time to read anymore, but sometimes with those long play flights, I can sit down and read a book. But um, what are what are some of the main episodes that you could recall that will? Because your story is so inspirational. What can we tell people in the time we have remaining about some of the the interactions you've had? So you, you said there were two species they said to work to watch out for. One was uh, a reptilian type being. Do you recall the second well, species? Yes. Um, I have, you know, uh, they described them in the way they would look and they were more um, of a um, they didn't use the word snake, but uh, on the order of that type name, but it wasn't uh-huh. that name. Um, but yeah. they also made it clear that that doesn't mean all of them. There's good reptilians, just like you said, you know. Uh, but they, they, we would know. We, all, I mean, they knew we would know the minute anything like that came uh, to us or, or tried to come through. And uh, uh-huh. we had a lot of, lot of things come through. But um, I was going to tell you something here um, on these different councils of. This one, yes. for instance, from the Tri-Council, uh, here's how their messages would be. To Earth Mother and Male Offspring, the subject, eternal love. Then, it, then they would say, a soul is giving many opportunities to develop and expand by living through adversity. Growth is never easy and can be accomplished only by experiencing every aspect of a situation and fully comprehending it. This is the end of the transmission for now. But love, light, happiness, and joy go forth and live each moment in Christ's light. His light glows from thy face. Uh, TBC meaning the new tri-council. There will be more transmissions coming. See, we would just get all kinds of uh, the one above from the etheric council. Um, 
It's um, It says again to Earth Mother, male offspring, subject, the Etheric Council message, to help a soul get ready for its next passage. There is a group of highly evolved beings in spirit what make up what is known as the Etheric Council. These beings have completed earthly incarnations and make recommendations to help other spirits develop their life plan. The spiritual objective and soul wants to accomplish in the upcoming life. This plan outlines the incarnation as a sort of a blueprint of opportunities needed for a soul's advancement. The exact details of the plan are left to a spirit to decide. This is where free will comes in, and each soul is unique. The heavenly knowledge and wisdom of each life is incorporated into its memory, so it may choose something like a location in an upcoming life that is familiar. All the answers to all of the problems lie within. Any trial or tribulation is merely a test to see if we can uncover the spiritual solution. Um, They signed the Etheric Council. But these are the kinds of things over the years. They were always so beautiful and so um, uplifting, and uh, they always uh, were always talking about the Christ light, and I know... Many, many of these were uh, Christ-like beings. And, so could you explain to us what that means to be Christ-like or Christed or be the Christ? Okay. Did they explain uh, the that reason, Well, a lot of take for instance, uh, when one of the main councils would come, and I won't name any particular council because I was naming five, I think, earlier, but... Um, when this certain one came, I well, both, we were so humbled because it was like seeing an old friend you loved with everything in you that you had always mm-hmm. loved. And um, this, count, this one from the high council would come, and they said that this one from the high council, uh, these beings were right under... Uh, the creator, meaning they were that high, meaning that's the level they were on and working from. So uh, that's, and then all these messages that uh, I have only read a couple, but you can see where they were coming from. You know, it was all love and light and compassion and to fill your heart and soul. I said, I laughed one time, I said, I don't have any bad stories to tell. I don't have any to even write about (laughs) because from the time I was little, pure love. And um, right. and with my son, you know, and I was, we were never afraid, never, because they always told us, we will be with you, we surround you, and we protect you. And in your work, you never have to worry because we will always be there. So we also had help from some of the archangels uh, of moving through uh, different uh, realms. That would be with us, and um, it's what the whole point of my books are is this: that everything was created at one time. I don't, you know, you can say humans, and but uh, everything was uh, created at that one time. So these beings out in the universe were created at the same time as this little planet Earth with the humans on it. You know, and a lot of people don't want to believe there's anything else out there. But there's millions and millions and all kinds of species everywhere. <laughs> so, right, right. They're just yeah. everywhere. Trillions, trillions of species. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
Oh, I, I was so inspired by what you were saying. Yeah, at one point, I, I, I think the way it works is we're actually all of it. So at one point, yes. I connected mm-hmm. with, uh, and, and I gave it a name because I, as a human being, need to give it a name. But I connected with this aspect, and it's actually an aspect of self. So when you're when you're countering that highest, highest being that's right up beside Source, oneness, universal consciousness. That's actually you, your highest, 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 and highest self, right? And um, mm-hmm. so I connected with Joy. We called her Joy, and I said to Joy, "Well, where are you?" And she says, "Oh," and she laughed. You know, this really fast laugh, and it's very high. And uh, so, well, okay, you need a place. It's 39 degrees to the right hand side of God. So I had this whole dialogue with this the highest of my being. Um, and I identified her as feminine, but it was just because that's what I need to have this human self to relate to, to uh, be able to interact with her. But it is that that um, that only Vashivaya, that everything is one, and, and this point of ecstatic unity consciousness that we have uh, the ability to connect with. But it's so high; it's like they, they you have to come back down here. I mean to. To come back to this vibratory frequency and Cuban, you know, it was like, okay, I, I, it's good. I don't want to burn out, right? I thought I could burn out because high frequency connecting with this being. So I understand their need to protect us because we've agreed to come down into this uh, lower vibratory frequency and uh, learn how to bring heaven to earth like yourself. You're one of the few people, like, you're just so amazing. <laughs> Uh, but you oh. came in like this. It's uh, you're full of the Christ consciousness and full of love, and everything is through the positive. And I know a lot of people they they don't like that because they're that's their just self. So they they can't they they have trouble with, when I'm when I'm all love and light and joy. <laughs> they have trouble with that. They go, you know. So yes, I've learned to to be able to to walk in the world. I don't judge anybody. It's like okay. So I'll come down here and we'll talk for a while. And, and, but I, I always uh, bring them up higher. <laughs> That's my goal. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, I'm bad there. I'm manipulating them to their <laughs> to their higher well, self. But if they if they don't want to go there, they won't. They'll they'll just uh, they'll defend their negativity and their their bad world with every ounce of their blood. They will just defend it. It's like okay, I'll. So that's where you want to be. Enjoy it. You know, if you're going to be in the mud, in the quagmire, and you're down there and miserable, then, you know, enjoy your experience. Because on some level, I guess, these people need to experience it. And so who am I to judge what a, a soul yeah. needs to experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just our school. You know, we're just learning here and... Uh, you know, um, uh, we didn't have to come back anymore, and uh, we, but we want to, so we keep coming back because we want to help all we can. But it's all one, yes. It's um, we are all one, and uh, that's exactly right. Um, I just, I just can't believe sometimes how wonderful it's been because. Um, and I think to get to do the work and uh, use the energy healing and all those things uh, make me so happy. Um, I love it. I, Of course, I miss my son desperately in a physical form, but 
I'm, I'm blessed to know that because we can still work together, and I still hear him all. If he has anything, and that's every day, I mean, he'll be right. His spirit is always with me. I remember one time when the great council came, and uh, we'd been at the hospital all day, and when we walked in the living room, I have a picture of this in, in this book of mine. Uh, there were five cushions that had been taken off of my sofa, and four faced the west, and two faced the east. Well, they said we were from all the directions, all four, but the east was the strongest one. So I noticed the two were facing east, our direction. And uh, they had left, um, I have the paper here in the picture on the floor, where they had left their message. And they were letting us know that um, they would be coming that night, and we were to be named uh, with universal names. The mother is to name the son, and the son is to name the mother. And after that, all of the universes everywhere would know us by our given names. But we weren't to tell each other until after this universal celebration. We couldn't tell each other what we chose, you know, until after that. So they said, we may let you remember it, and they may not. I think they have to decide if if that's too much or what. I don't know what the reasons are, really. So I remember we each went to our separate rooms, and I chose a name for him, and he chose a name for me, and we didn't tell uh, one another at all. And then the next day when they came back, uh, they said, and now you, you, you know we could share the names with one another. So they told us from then on we would be known by those names. And uh, so we were just uh, uh, ecstatic. Uh, You know, I think him being terminal so many years, my boy, uh, by working in what we were, it just made him so happy and happy to help others. And um, I think that's why I know it was really hard on him. He had so many horrible times, and they would tell me he wouldn't live the day. But I could see angels as far as you could see, and the gold light shined down on him. And they would always tell me, for he shall be well. So I knew Uh every time I heard those words, yes, he suffered. He suffered greatly, but I knew he would uh, survive and get well again and go into Uh maybe a remission. Every single time, but the last time I knew I would never hear those words. I knew I wouldn't. I knew it was time. So, you know, that was agonizing. Well, you know, from a little boy, he knew. But, you know, he he chose and I chose, you chose, you know, and, and of course a lot of people will never know they did, and it doesn't matter, you know. But, um, uh, yeah, it was hard to know that one day, um, you know, and... um, but, you know, we knew it was for a great cause, a great reason. And um, uh-huh. but, uh, but anyway, we still can work together. And when I do Reiki, his energy is there so strong. And <laughs> when I get wow. up every morning, I, he's uh, saying something, and I'm saying something back with the telepathy, you know, telepathically. And, uh-huh. Uh, sometimes I hear did, him out did loud. You have, uh, you know. Did you have other children? Was he your only child? No, I have three beautiful daughters. I'm so proud of. Oh, it's uh, wow! Yeah, it, it's just that he and I worked in this work. 
you know, and I see a, uh-huh. a, a couple of my daughters coming in to, uh, I'm seeing them starting a little bit, and I, I uh, am real happy. I don't, you know, I don't know what all their journey is, but um, yes, and I saw many lifetimes with my children today back in those lifetimes uh, also. And my mother and father, who never, ever spoke one time of a UFO or an ET, and uh-huh. I was, then when we started going, there they are on the ships, and here they and they always came to the house after they passed. I mean, we had interaction all the time. We always have with spirits, and uh, I just, I was so surprised. I just was like, oh, wow. And they never mentioned it in their lifetime. But, see, maybe their memories had been erased that it wasn't meant to be this time. Um, they have right. different ways they work with our memories. So, but, Well, when uh, I was working yeah. with Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson died. He came to me, and we, we worked with him for like four to six weeks. And at the very end, he said, well, I'm going to go back to the ship. And I went, oh. and I, I still, like, questioned that. I go, what? <laughs> you go back to the ship? But here you're talking about, you know, they're going back to the ship. Can you tell us uh-huh. more about that? What's what's going on with the ship? What ship? <laughs> it's, it's, oh, and my my best friend when I was when uh, I was in state college, which was about thirty years ago, we would uh-huh. do past life regression, and she she remembered being Marilyn Monroe. In fact, when I met mm-hmm. her, our first conversation, she said, "Do you believe in reincarnation?" And that was not the usual conversation you have at Penn State University with someone you're just meeting. But she felt safe to say it. And then I said, yes, I do. And as soon as she said that, I knew that she was Marilyn Monroe because she had all of her mannerisms. And then I just said to her, I smiled and I go, okay, how did you die? What really happened? And we were just in the conversation and she's telling me what happened. I'm not going to share that here. Mm-hmm. It was pretty – but – so we would do some more regression on around her, her life as Marilyn, and uh, she got more and more details. And then she said, you're the UFO people, but you know what happened after I died? I said, what? She says, well, I went on board a ship, and I had a conversation. Uh, Norma Jean and Marilyn split into two people, and we had a conversation. And then I stayed on the ship. I go, you went on a ship? So these people going on the ship, so I'm going, well, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, right, yes, yes. Um, Ruth, um, mm-hmm. Ruth Ann? Oh, yes. I, when you, you, this is all so awesome because it, it's like we're right on the very close to really thriving as a galactic society. And when you were speaking about the councils, I'd love it if, um, if I can introduce you to Dr. Z, if, if 301 oh, okay. is in the key. Because we, I, and Janet, and when Janet and I were talking, you know, it was like, oh, it's a sister, sisters from the stars. You know, we, and our brothers and sisters are, who are paradise sons and daughters, we just have it in our, we know that this earth can be a paradise, and 90% of it actually already is. So how can we connect, create, and celebrate you know, uh, and in memory of your son, and and he's still alive and well, you know, on, in the angelic realms and in your life and our life, you know, he's here with us on the show. We really can create a world that's, you know, prevent preventing cancer, preventing heart disease, all these things. 
and Dr. Z, you know, he can help bring that to the table. I he, the he's, not, he's not in the queue, uh, Alexander. He's not in the queue. He, he didn't call in. Oh, we don't have 301 on the line? Okay. Well, no, we I don't. Okay. Off, offline, I can introduce them to you, um, Ruth, Ann, because, you know, whatever you can share on tonight's show as far as I know, you know, Janet's heart, my heart, your heart, many of the listeners, we we would love to have galactic councils on the surface, you know, that are bringing in these technologies. We, you know, we, of the people, by the people, for the people, we come with a, a loving heart. We come to bring in free from harm and to share advanced technologies. And so what, yeah, so that's a good question, Alexandra, for, for Ruthann. Are they going to help Thanks. us in any way? Are they going to, are they, so you, it's wonderful you had a connection, but what's, how are they going to help humanity, you know? What, what are they going to do with us or for us or are they going to do anything? What did you learn about that? About how they're going to help humanity? Is that the question? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, there's there's a lot of things they've been trying to do, but uh, some people, it's like uh, we understand one another and we know, you know, that it's all truth and where it's coming from and what they're like and so on. But we all have to re- realize that uh, that may never happen with others. You know, I mean, uh, there's a jillion of us out there. That's for sure. But um, they talk a lot about, the. of course, we all have free will and free wills for eternity. So um, you, we can't, we, we, I think we know the people to go to, because just like tonight, I feel like I've known you guys forever. I think we know yeah. who to go to, and, and, and you have this beautiful station to get the word out. Golly, you're reaching no telling how many people. With that, So that's a wonderful thing you're doing. But I also know uh, they have told me before that, uh, you know, there will be those that uh, you won't be able to reach, you know. But uh, I used to worry over that. I used to get so concerned on it, but they said no, not to. And, you know, like the things we're talking about tonight, they also um, was very um I appreciate it so much because they would say um, not to let uh, anybody upset me in any way about my work. Uh, Or if they don't like your books, that's nothing because uh, that's nothing. It's because they shouldn't even be reading them because they do not understand them, you know. And so I guess uh, sometimes my human thoughts, like we talked earlier about, when people don't know how you really are, and and you wonder, well, how will they be when they know, you know, and things like right. that. Uh-huh. So they're always um, uh, trying to help me out and and um, you know make me realize that more and more. So I don't I don't think there's a way. Um, uh, this is just my opinion. Um, to ever get everybody on any one wavelength, I, I think everybody's different. Everybody has their own thoughts, and um, I think that it's going to just take time. And maybe it's just like one day they decide, hey, you know, maybe there is a lot to this. You know, we just we just don't know. I don't know. Right. Yeah, wow. I mean, but... Uh, 
it seems to me like people are becoming way more open than just a few years ago. Same here. It seems like there's changing, uh, especially uh-huh. when you focus on the people that are changing. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Shift your attention from all the negativity and go focus and create that energy with those people who are riding the positive wave. Or then you turn back and you look at the negative. It seems to have dissipated it somewhat and changed it. It's like we're very effective if we if we don't allow ourselves to get distracted by the yes about right right yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Yeah, Edgar, he uh, he's all, like I said, we've been together uh, way before Atlantis, but uh, he's all, always was coming and saying uh, to slow down, slow down. We were so excited in the work. He said, I don't want you to burn out like I did before time, you know. So oh, uh-huh. uh, I, I get I get going on things, and David does, and, and maybe we're trying to do several things at once that, our human side really, it's it's hard on us, you know. And uh, I'm talking about maybe we start doing uh, a lot of, uh, say, a lot of uh, people with Reiki, and then we're also over here doing something else and then something else. I bet you did the same thing. You're always trying to help oh, yeah. people in some yeah. way. And uh, so he, he would come and say that quite often, Uh you know, you got to slow down because, uh, uh, you know, you don't want to burn out too soon like I did and so on right. like that. Right. Yeah, it's like but, on the plane. So it's huh? like on the plane. you got to <laughs> give yourself – it's like on the plane. you got to give yourself the oxygen mask first before you go out and help everybody because if you burn right. out, then you're, you know. So you, it's a balance. Right. You're taking care of the, these bodies are fragile, you know, and so – um, yeah, that's why you have to do some self care <laughs> so you can right. care about yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're running yeah, out of time here. Sure. Um, we're running out of time here, Ruth Ann. I want you to mention your books again, the titles. Uh, they're okay. on Amazon, on, on uh, Barnes and Noble. What Barnes are the books you have? You have two books or three books? Three. There's three now. Um, the first one's Under the Rainbow Crossing, and that's about the house we moved in many years ago that uh, the seven spirits uh, uh, became like a second family and were very helpful, protective, and so on, and that they had an agenda to be here for a certain length of time. Uh, and then the second one was after my son passed, and they came and said, and now you are to write the story of David. And it's very inspirational and uh, deals a lot about loss of loved ones and so on, and miracles, lots uh-huh. of miracles. And the third new one is Aliens Within Our Own Selves, and uh, it's um, uh, written for our ET families uh, and what they wanted to say and what they're about and what their purpose is and why they can only help Earth with some things, but they can't with everything because they said man has to learn. Man right. never learns, and uh, they they don't plan on, um, the, I mean, they don't want anything to happen to Earth. They said, look at it this way, uh, Earth out in the universe, if something would happen to Earth, it would be like a bowling ball hitting the pin. Thank you. Aloha. Thank you. Thank you. Aloha.
Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Take care. Okay. You too, Janet. Good night. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions.